perspective whose work was integral in NASA's early missions, NASA Program Director Greg Blaney says without Johnson, the moon landing would not have happened. She had a gift from God. ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 9.30 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Well, it's a belated start, but welcome into the Wednesday, August 26th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste. It's only 96 calories. It's your original light beer. Didn't think we were going to have a show today. We had baseball and Historically, the baseball game usually jumps into a good chunk of the show. So usually we just don't plan for a show sort of like today. But baseball ended really early. And unfortunately for the Pirates, uh, the Pirates got hammered today. They lost 10-3. to I don't think we can say much more than that. So we're going to do the show today. Best of our ability. We're here until 6 o'clock. As I mentioned, we'll take your phone calls also. You can jump on Twitter. As I said, wasn't really going to plan to do this today, but we do have some things to get into. We can do that with you here. Uh, The first thing is this morning I checked, of course, I checked the phone because obviously the press release machine is Twitter. Twitter is the press release machine. It used to be we get a press release through email back in the day before that. You know, maybe it'd be faxed over. Yeah, old technology. But the press release machine is Twitter, and it's no longer you're getting your news from the newspaper directly. If you want to find out what's happening with Marshall, uh, for 40 50% of what's going on, you're getting it directly from the source. So if there's like an announcement, if a game's been added to the schedule, Things like that. The university, through the website, through the social media channels, they got you straight covered. So today, Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick just gets on Twitter. Got a big announcement coming up today. Stay tuned. Got some good news over here at the Shuey Building. Stay tuned. It's, it's herd football. And, of course, that piqued everyone's interest. And the big news for Marshall today was that the season opener is going to be on ESPN. It's going to be 1 p.m. So we have a time, finally, for a game. 1 p.m. for the Herds opener against Eastern Kentucky University. So ESPN. And I was kind of looking at what games are available. And we'll do that later. Right now, I've kind of got an eyeball on what Conference USA games are happening. And I'll, I'll look at the rest of them with you later. But... I know this. On Thursday, September 3rd, you got Central Arkansas at UAB. And that's listed at 8 p.m. I don't know if that's solid, but that's your Thursday game. And then South Alabama at Southern Mississippi. And that's also set for 8 p.m. Now, Saturday, it's not pretty good as far as what you've got across the board. You've got Stephen F. Austin at UTEP. Okay, that's that's okay. Houston Baptist at North Texas. Okay, again, not my cup of tea. I'll look at it. But Middle Tennessee is at Army. Okay, Army is a great team, great opponent. 
Middle Tennessee, they're a team of, of interest in Conference USA. So I would probably watch that. I'd definitely keep an eye on that one, and I would probably watch that. Now, if, you, if you're asking me, though, if you're asking me, what game would I put on ESPN? What game would I put on ESPN at 1 p.m.? Well, I'm always going to tell you, look, I mean, EKU, Marshall, that'd probably be a pretty good game to do. So that's what ESPN did, 1 p.m. And there's not much out there. You look at the schedule, go to ESPN's website, just pull the, the college football schedule down, and they really haven't taken games off. They've just put postponed, canceled. So you can see what college football was supposed to look like with the schedule, at least on ESPN's website. And you see just tons of cancellations right and left. And Marshall, one of the few games out there. So Hurt fans, you're probably not going to be able to get to go unless you have a season ticket. And even then, you're getting located to different parts of the stadium if you're lucky enough to be able to to be in the stadium, and not everyone's going to be able to go, I'm sure. Uh, tailgating is not going to be a thing. And by the way, I have asked, and I'm going to try to get some actual official on-the-record confirmation of what tailgating is going to look like. But it's pretty much a given that it's being advised that everyone should follow Marshall's lead because there are spots all around Jones C. Edwards Stadium. It's it's sort of been. It's not on the record. This is not on the record. But I've asked I've asked some people, and I'm going to try to get something on the record for our show Friday, if not sooner, because we're off tomorrow for baseball. And uh, honestly, we are off tomorrow for baseball because it's going to be uh, after three when they get that game going. So uh, no way they're going to play that doubleheader real quick. But it's sort of been indicated to me that. Gatherings under a certain amount are not encouraged. And if Marshall, which is the case, has pretty much said, we're not going to have tailgating on the premises, that the other areas around Marshall should take their lead on that. And that's where I'm at right now. As I said, I'm trying to get some official on-the-record confirmation that there's going to be maybe some code enforcement, something. Just to kind of give you a better idea of what your plans are. Because that's the first thing I've heard after the fact that it was announced, hey, there are going to be fans at the game. The next thing was, well, can we tailgate if we have a spot off the premises? Come on. I know we're right in the middle of a pandemic and all, and I'm sorry that's interfering with your tailgating, but really... Should just be happy enough to be able to go to the game. Seriously, that that in itself, you should be happy. Hey, I'm, I'm going to show up. I'm going to go to the game. I, I have nothing for you if, if your only purpose is tailgating, and you know who you are. You know who you are. You're the one who doesn't go to the game. You don't go in the stadium. You just go hang out on the tailgate lot all day with your master grill and your your tent and. Your 15 screens. Okay, maybe not 15, but still. You know who you are. And you know what? I envy you for your setup. I really do, and I think you do a fantastic job. And if you share more of that tailgate food with me, maybe I'd have less of a, um, you know, maybe a bad disposition here about that. But we can talk about that next year. But ultimately, the reason you're being able to go to the game is because there's going to be lots of social distancing in place. There's going to be lots of hand sanitizer, 
sanitary uh, policies. Elevators are going to be limited. We're going to be talking about having a two-person limit on the elevators for the suites. Uh, I'm getting kind of word that uh, food's going to be handled differently in the press box. Uh, again, nothing I can go on the record with you with, but that's indicating indication I'm getting. This is like it's going to be completely different. This is going to be, but you're getting to see the game. You're getting to go to the game, and it's going to be on ESPN. I mean, the game's actually going to be on ESPN, not ESPN Plus or anything like that, or or Stadium Facebook or CBS Sports Facebook. ESPN. We all, for the most part, have ESPN. There's not too many of us that don't have ESPN. So we're going to be able to watch this thing. We're going to be able to see the game, enjoy it. We're going to be able to be a part of game day in some sort of fashion. And if you can't go, you still have it on ESPN. But it's going to be a completely different experience. And, yes, I understand tailgating is a big thing, but I don't think it's the – it's the big loss that some might think it is. I'd rather say, hey, look, okay, we're going to eliminate tailgating and we're going to have the game. We're going to let you come in and see the game. And, of course, again, I agree with the pass-out policy being suspended. I'm not a big fan of the pass-out policy. I mean, you're in, you're out. You're in for the game or you're out. I mean, if you want to leave, that's one thing. That's great. But leaving, coming back, leaving, you know, it's in or out. In or out, you know, stay for the game, enjoy the game, or go home if uh, if it's a blowout. And of course, yeah, the way Marshall was scoring last year, not too many blowouts. 88th in the country for points for 25.8. That was last year. Points against last year, 47th in the country at 25 points a contest. Yeah, that's right. We have a game, so uh, the the prep sheet is being put together. Broadcaster arts and crafts happening. Uh, it has uh, been a while since I've been able to do this. So uh, we're working on uh, all the news and notes and everything I can possibly come up with and put together because um, uh, I have it on good authority that we got a football game next Saturday. And I also have it on good authority that we've got a pre-pre-show. Yeah, that's, that's the in-house name for it, the pre-pre-show. That's right, College Football Today will be coming back to a radio near you in about a week, September 5th. So um, I'm looking forward to it. and It's going to be different how we're going to do our thing as well. Uh, we don't have a stage show this year. That's that's different. I kind of – I like it and I don't. I'm torn on this because, one, I enjoy being out and, and actually yeah, – I know, I, 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 I make fun of the tailgate – situation we're in right now with people concerned about that more than anything. But, you know, it was always nice to actually come out and, you know, all kidding aside, you know, get to see you on the tailgate lot. So we don't have that this year. And, and yeah, I, I will miss that. That's that's one thing. But I'm going to be in studio doing the show, and uh, it's going to be a different kind of show. I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to, to try to maybe expand on what we do in-house uh, a little bit better than what we can do from the stage because, again, it's a different beast altogether when we're on the stage. So um, on the one hand, sorry uh, that we can't do it that way. I do miss uh, actually uh, getting to see some of you uh, when you come to the game early or to the stadium to tailgate early. Uh, on the other hand, uh, hopefully we can um, we can turn this into a positive and uh, really get you set on your game day. 
Uh, we'll have details coming up soon as far as uh, what we plan on doing as far as that's concerned. But, I mean, that's where we stand right now. As far as Marshall, uh, we got that good news. We got the news that it's going to be a 1 o'clock game. It's going to be on uh, ESPN. Uh, I, I can't imagine the East Carolina game not being on a good network. I, that's the that's the good takeaway from this is I can't speak to what the rest of the schedule is going to look like once we have other schools playing, but uh, in this early part of the schedule, yeah, I anticipate we see some of these games on better networks than you're used to. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me that the first three Marshall games are straight up on ESPN. It wouldn't surprise me at all. East Carolina, Marshall, that's probably an attractive game to the network. Uh, Appalachian State, Marshall, that should be an attractive game to the network. Again, Appalachian State's a good team. They're a team that has potential to elevate that program, elevate to, I'm not going to say they're jumping to the American anytime soon, but you know, Appalachian State's a, a good program. It's a program that has, well, let's put it this way. I think their trajectory is where a lot of Marshall fans would like to see the Herd's trajectory in many regards because Appalachian State, uh, they're a constant winner. They did well and then won AA. They did well as a program. And moving up, they've had some success. They have had success in conference. I mean, Marshall has won the conference outright one time in football. Won the East Division twice, the conference championship game once. And you look at Appalachian State and what they're doing in the Sun Belt, and you think, wow, that's that would be nice if Marshall was able to achieve that be able to do that in Conference USA. And Marshall's come close, and there's been some seasons where Marshall's just completely tanked. But Marshall's come close a few times. But after a while, you, you get tired of that, okay, second place finish East Division. You look at that and you go, got to move ahead here. And maybe this season, next season, get this thing going despite the pandemic. I mean, you might see that again. I'm not sure. We got lots of questions. We got questions at quarterback. We've got questions. Uh, we don't have any questions at running back. Brendan Knox, no questions there. That's the one thing I can say for sure. No questions there at running back position. All right, uh, we're going to take our first break here. Again, um, impromptu show here just because, uh, again, we had uh, baseball obligations that usually take us off the air, but unfortunately, um, Timing was different and weird today. So we're doing this impromptu. I'm here for you until 6 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll continue on. Um, we'll get your phone calls in. Also, um, take your tweets as well. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back. It is the Wednesday edition the drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. If you're kind of tuning in, you heard me yesterday say, hey, you said you weren't going to have a show. Yeah, we weren't. But baseball ended early. The Pirates got crushed. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to move on. Another day tomorrow for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So we carry on. And, of course, we'll get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You want to be a part 
of today's edition of the show. Now, uh, there are a lot of things that have been happening uh, throughout the course of the day and last couple of days in the course of what's happening with the world. Now, we have seen over the last few months, I think, both in the college ranks and, of course, uh, with professional athletes, uh, we're seeing professional athletes either take their platform, realize they have it, use their platform, have their vo- their voices heard. And it's, it's amazing that we've seen student athletes realize, oh, look, we have a voice, and I am happy to hear those voices. Now, the NBA, years ago, Charles Barkley famously said, I'm not a role model. And I argued that, no, sir, you are a role model. You, you sir, are a role model. You might not want the job, but, yeah, you have it whether you like it or you don't because kids look up to him. And you know what? Charles is one of my favorite people, and I enjoy listening to him, and I enjoy hearing his opinions and his point of view. And, yeah, sure, he didn't win a championship in the NBA, but, man, he's one of the all-time greats on and off the court. And I tell you what, I don't think a championship ring matters because uh, Charles Barkley is just, uh, you know, one of the best people, period, on and off the television set with the NBA. And we're seeing more and more athletes wanting their voice heard. And with the NBA especially, there's a lot going on right now. And they're in a bubble. And the Milwaukee Bucks have decided that they're going to boycott Game 5 of their first round playoff series with the Orlando Magic. And there might be postponement of all games scheduled. Of course, we've got basketball coming up tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports, in 93.3 and 1340. That might get canceled, but the NBA said that the three Game 5s would be rescheduled. So it looks like we're going to be seeing no basketball tonight. And what's the reason of this? Well, George Hill told ESPN's Mark Spears in explaining uh, his team's decision, we're tired of the killings and the injustice. And So let me walk that back because you might not be caught up. Milwaukee, it's not far from Kenosha, Wisconsin. And if you're not up on the news, Kenosha, Wisconsin is the city where Jacob Blake He's a 29-year-old male. He's he's black. He was shot seven times by police on Sunday. Now, I saw the video yesterday. I hadn't seen it. And so I, I saw it. I caught it on the news. And I'm looking at this thinking, seven times... And this man, you couldn't, you couldn't subdue him. I mean, I'm not. That's not even the issue here. The issue here is you shot him one time, let alone seven times. And I didn't see anything that would make me want to draw a gun on this individual. And let's be honest, there are different ways to subdue an individual. Now, that's not the issue here. The issue is seven times he was shot, and. He was shot in front of his children, of all things. Think about those kids for a minute. Those kids just watched their father being shot seven times. And they're going to have to deal with that trauma. This, this man, 
thankfully survived, but he's going to be physically damaged for the rest of his life. So there's been an uptick in, in protest and outrage. And the NBA, these, these players, the only thing they can do is boycott. That's how they make their statement because now they're making their statement. Their voices are going to get amplified. And I don't know if, you know, if you're on board with it or not, but the conversation is being had. That's the beautiful thing here about this is the conversation is being had. I mean, we're, we're talking about a tragedy, but the conversation is being had because watch the video. This man did not deserve to be shot like that. And his children did not deserve to see that. And the players in the NBA are staying with their obligation of being in the bubble because, again, a lot of, a lot of time, energy, and work and effort went into to doing this so we can have our entertainment. They're, they're entertaining us. And right now, they don't care about entertaining us or, or basketball or winning championships. Uh, they care about having their voice heard and feeling like they have uh, something to say here. And so the NBA, again, leading the way when it comes to social issues. Now, I know you probably fall in two different camps. I'm generalizing here. Stick to sports or this is important. And so that's where the distinction is going to be made. There are going to be people who are probably mad at me. There are going to be people who are mad at them for not sticking to sports. And then there are other people who probably agree with me and probably a lot of people who are on board with what the players are doing. Uh, I'm, I'm understanding of what they're doing, and honestly, it's a game. It's just a game. It's, it's not life or death. The game is not life or death. The game is a game, nothing more. Grand scheme of things, it's not important. It's a game. But what these players have to say and them using their platform, uh, I, I think we all should listen. And so we don't get to see a game tonight. I mean, I was probably not going to watch the NBA anyway. I was before all of this, not because of this, but before all of this, I was going to devote some of that time to, to watching hockey. And uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm probably going to pay a little bit more attention to the NBA because uh, they've got something to say, and, and I want to hear it. And I think we all should hear it. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for this Wednesday, August 26th. It's a show that was scheduled not to happen, so we're here anyway. Thanks for tuning in. Baseball earlier this afternoon, the Pirates taking it. Um, well, they, they, they lost. They lost badly, and we're going to forget about that. But uh, we have some other things to get into today. I don't know how to address this one. But the Big Ten is exploring the use of dome stadiums for winter football. 
So they're looking at several dome sites for their 2021 football season. So they're looking at indoor stadiums like in Indianapolis, St. Louis, Detroit, Minneapolis, possibly even Syracuse. So they're they're looking at domes. So they're not playing fall sports, but they could play winter and in domes. I stay tuned. We'll have more on that one, I'm sure. Uh, in other news today, the NC State Virginia Tech football game has been rescheduled. That is going to take place now. Saturday, September 26th. The game originally scheduled to be played on Saturday, September 12th. They have so many positive tests and quarantining of student-athletes within the uh, NC State football program. So uh, the conference and the team adhering to the outline protocols within their ACC Medical Advisory Group report. So you can check that out on theacc.com. That's... um, that's where we're at right now. I mean, it's a weekly basis. Uh, will will Marshall get to the second week of the schedule, and will East Carolina be ready to play? They think they're going to go. East Carolina thinks they're going to go, and it's it's moving ahead, moving forward here. But right now, Marshall, EKU, that game is a go. There shouldn't be anything that would pre- prevent it from happening at this point. Campbell County is not in a situation uh, during uh, you're looking at the color codes. Campbell County is not in a situation where uh, you would have to uh, really consider this being a hot spot. That's the good thing there. When you look at Canal County, Canal County is in the orange right now. That could impact uh, high school sports in Canal County. So that's a possibility. Yeah, not the case here in Campbell County and with Marshall right now. So the game probably going to go on, but again, uh, it's going to change on a weekly basis. I, I can't imagine, I, I don't anticipate anything happening here that would prevent what we have set up right now. I mean, the game's going to go on. The game's going to have limited fans. The game's going to be on ESPN. I mean, you don't you don't anticipate having problems and schedule your game for ESPN. So, yeah, everything that's coming out of Marshall, confident right now that they can pull this off as um, Eastern Kentucky. And we're about a week away from this, so there we are. With the game itself, fortunately, West Virginia is better than some. Again, as far as some states are concerned, uh, it's a mess right now. Other states, a little bit better, hit or miss. And right now, I don't see... Anything stopping the first game or the second game uh, unless something truly uh, breaks out with East Carolina and you have to reschedule that game or you have to postpone it again. Yeah, I don't know what the case may be, but it's going to be interesting. And again, I think that game's going to be televised on ESPN probably. I mean, you you look at the college schedule and it's just a wasteland right now of games that could have been, games that were going to be, and games that are not happening. And if you look at it closely, you think, this is um, this is so surreal. We have a college football season, but so many games either moved, scheduled, postponed. 
And Marshall was supposed to be playing on Saturday, and fortunately for the herd, uh, that game has only been changed, not completely lost. Marshall's got six home games, and you had three games set for August 29th. Marshall's game with East Carolina postponed, but Idaho State, New Mexico, and UC Davis and Nevada canceled. So now you look at, we talked about early, Thursday, September 3rd, you have Central Arkansas at UAB. You have South Alabama at Southern Miss. Those are Conference USA games, so we're interested in that, those games. But um, then you look at you know, Ohio State's canceled. You look at some other games that are postponed. Uh, Friday, you have a couple of games that were scheduled or canceled. And then Saturday, not much. As I mentioned, Middle Tennessee and Army, Eastern Kentucky, Marshall, uh, SMU, Texas State, UL Monroe at Troy, Houston Baptist at North Texas, Arkansas State at Memphis, and Stephen F. Austin at UTEP. Now, you want to know what the TV looks like? Well, we don't know what Middle Tennessee at Army is going to do yet. That hasn't been determined as far as time. But 1 o'clock, Eastern Kentucky at Marshall, ESPN. 4.30 p.m., SMU at Texas State, ESPN. Arkansas State at Memphis, 8 p.m., ESPN. So that means UL Monroe at Troy is on ESPN 3, Houston Baptist at North Texas, ESPN 3, and Stephen F. Austin at UTEP on ESPN 3. And then BYU at Navy, Monday, September 7th, is going to be on ESPN. And that's... That's it. That's week one. That's college football week one. You want to know what week two looks like in college football? You have UAB at Miami on Thursday, September 10th. On Friday, September 11th, you have nothing that I know of because the games were canceled. Western Michigan at Cincinnati, VMI, Virginia canceled. Saturday... That's when things start really cooking. You got you actually got games. So Saturday, September 12th, you actually have some games that are going on. And again, I anticipate Marshall, East Carolina somewhere good. I, I would hope anyway. I mean, there's some there's some good games though. I mean you got some top twenty five games that are out there, and you have some other games that are um potentially good matchups. So Maybe I need to rethink this, but Marshall, East Carolina, it's got to be somewhere good. I would hope somebody's picking that up. Or if maybe it's going to be an early game, and then you have some of these games are going to be on different networks as well. But yeah, first week of college football, whew, it's ugly. It really is. There's not much on. So ESPN swiped all the good games and put all the good games in their mind on ESPN. There will be college football on September 5th on your TV. We're going to wrap this one up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. One final time. Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 for this Wednesday, August 26th. 
We are back on Friday. Tomorrow, no show. I said that yesterday, but, well, the Pirates game was not a very good baseball game today. So they will reset and try it again tomorrow, and it's a doubleheader, and so we're going to be off the air. Uh, promise you, back on Friday for sure for a full-fledged show. Uh, we've got hockey action to tell you about, and it just finished in overtime. The Philadelphia Flyers even their series with the New York Islanders with a 4-3 victory to make that one game apiece in the best of seven series. Again, NHL in the bubble in Edmonton and in Toronto. Later on this evening, it'll be the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Boston Bruins. That is set for 8 o'clock tonight on NBC Sports Network. And then uh, if you're staying up late, the Avalanche and the Stars, 10.30 p.m. And again, uh, that is a, a series in which the Avalanche need to win desperately because right now Dallas leads that series two games to none. Uh, in the Lightning Bruins, again, um, two games um, played so far, each team with a victory. Uh, I think the NHL's had some uh, the best hockey I've seen in a long time. I think the NBA's been pretty solid as well, pretty good. But the NBA postponing their games tonight because of, well, I think the league's taking a stand here. The league's taking a stand, or at least uh, you've got games postponed tonight because of just outrage, social outrage from the players that are in the bubble. Probably the only way they can react is to postpone games. And so the Magic and Bucks, uh, that game postponed tonight. Thunder Rockets also postponed. And the Trailblazers and Lakers games postponed tonight. Again, uh, Game 5 being boycotted because of, well, the Bucks really got it started. They decided not to take the floor, and they are protesting in response to the shooting of Jacob Blake. Blake was shot in Wisconsin about 40 miles from Milwaukee in Kenosha, Wisconsin, about 40 miles. So backyard of the Milwaukee Bucks, and they decided to take the lead on this, and so you don't have any NBA action tonight because of it. The league's backing them, and that's the thing. The league is backing them. It's not a situation where you saw the NFL years ago, Colin Kaepernick, maybe handle it wrong didn't address it properly or try to get to the root of why he decided to make that type of protest. And so the NFL is trying to play catch up. The NBA, on the other hand, they have been pretty much at the forefront of this for a while as far as letting their players actually have a voice and use their platform. But again, it's, it's tough because there's, and if I'm wrong, you know, I, I'm willing to listen, but I think there's two groups. Stick to sports and let them speak. I don't know which group you fall into, but I appreciate you being here and letting me speak to you every day here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Going to be back on Friday. Uh, we'll have a proper show then. Uh, we won't have a uh, impromptu last-minute show. I promise you that um, it will be uh, normal time. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, hopefully we'll have some stuff for you on Friday. Some more information. we got Marshall coming up here in about a week. 
So we're getting ready for that and geared up, and we'll tell you about all our plans and more. So thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow here. Except for not. And have baseball. Talk to you Friday. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.